Uh, So hello, lovely listeners, and welcome to the Patreon, where once a month we talk about super fun legal culture stuff for our beloved patrons who help pay for all the logistical things for our project, like our website and etc. Always thankful for our patrons. And this month is a very extra special month because we have two guests, first ever two guests. We have Ian Runkle and Maria Muya, who are both joining us today to talk about My Cousin Vinny. So, Zach, why don't you tell us about what we all watched? Yes, absolutely. So I'll preface this by saying I didn't grow up watching a ton of legal drama and like legal um, culture stuff because my mom was very adamant in trying to steer me away from this this career that I've ended up in, which is fine and it's great because as all good rebellious kids. But My Cousin Vinny... Um, I had never seen it before. This was my first time watching it. And the shortest version of the synopsis is we have two young boys who are charged with murder in the South. And their cousin, Vinny, conveniently named, is a recently called lawyer. And he's going down to represent them in their murder trial. And I will just go out and say this is probably one of my favorite movies I've seen in a long time. And not just being a legal movie. There's a lot about this movie that I really, really like. So, I, But I could talk and talk and talk, but we'll leave it up and open it up to our guests. I was going to say, so uh, Maria, why don't you go first? What's your experience with the movie and like, how did it feel going back to it? Um, I have to say, this is my favorite movie of all time. I think I watch it at least once a year, if not twice, especially when it's on TV. I think the first time I saw this movie was back in first year undergrad. I can't remember which professor decided to post it as like some extra content and I remember watching it and I just it was just turned into like a comfort film especially because I wanted to go into law school and I related very much to the characters and their background um, being Italian Uh, so this kind of felt right in my wheelhouse and going back I think I rewatched it the other night and it just it just brings me so much joy to see it and also reminds me why I love do like doing what I do every day. Aw, that's so heartfelt. My reasons are way dumber than that, but I'll go last. Ian, what's your experience with the film? I mean, I really like it as a movie because it's one of the few court movies where I don't sit there the whole time sort of gritting my teeth because uh, a lot of, I mean, there's always some things where you're just like, okay, that's a little unrealistic, but generally everything sort of could happen in a courtroom. And some of it is really good. Like some of it is, you know, stuff you want to show to young lawyers and be like, this is what a cross-examination looks like and different kinds of cross-examination. Like, you know, this guy is a helpful witness, but he also doesn't realize the limits of his testimony. And through the cross-examination, not only do you show the jury that, you know, the limits of his testimony, but also the witness comes around to, yeah, okay, I guess I couldn't see it that well. And, you know, it's these are moments that sometimes you have in a courtroom. And so there's, you know, I've been doing criminal law for a while now, and there's lots of sort of places where I can sort of connect that to trials I've run and just be like, yes, this this rings true to me. So I really like the movie. Um, You know, I don't know that it's necessarily my favorite, but it's probably my favorite legal movie, just in that sense, because... There's plenty of other movies that sort of cover the law, but uh, most of them I have moments where you just grit your teeth at the uh, sort of throwing out courtroom procedure and the like just to just for the action. And this one 
doesn't do that. Yeah, we we watched Runaway Jury in the fall as one of our bonus episodes, and we were both, like, deceased because it was just so ridiculous. <laughs> like, more ridiculous than, like, something, like, Legally Blonde. Like, it was outrageous. We were just like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And, like, not dumb in a way that actually advances the plot or the characters just, like... I don't know, dumb for dumb sake. It was very not good. So I get what you mean in that, like, this actually felt real. Like, there was a tangible realness to how everything sort of played out that you could very sort of realistically see happening. So I'd only ever seen it once before. So I watched it a bunch of times in, like, the ninth grade. So very, like, 15 years ago. Uh, almost 20 years ago. Wow, I'm old. So because I, I was trying out for a play called Last Stop Till Christmas. And there's a person in the play who has a New York accent. And so I was like, well, I have to practice. I got to be from New York. So I was like, where can I practice? <laughs> and my parents were like, oh, well, there's this movie called My Cousin Vinny. And in it, Marissa Tomei has this accent that's like very noticeable. And I was like, oh, so that's the only time I'd seen it before yesterday when me and Anthony watched it again. And I forgot like almost all of the parts of the movie that don't take place in the courtroom like a lot of it doesn't take place in the courtroom and I had very little memory of it so it's like the court part certainly stuck out to my you know it's, it's, it's literally been 20 years since I've seen it because I was 14 I'm almost 34 so yeah it the court parts obviously stick they, they they have staying power 